season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the jkr podcast my name is jace wriggling and i'm the host we are back for another week of the podcast we've got two episodes this week both guys are going to be related to the state of texas today we're going to have dean Hanna from the state of texas plays for usa prime in the middle of that recruiting process right now and then tomorrow we've got blake larson he plays in iowa but he's going to tcu number eight player in his class for the class of 2024 but just digging into Dean Hanna, today's guest a little bit. Like I said, class 2025, going through that recruiting process right now. Has played for USA Prime now for a couple of years. Um, so we, today we dig into that recruiting process, talk about the different recruiting visits he's gone on, talk about USA Prime, talk about Texas high school sports, because obviously we all know Texas is one of those schools that high school sports is just above, up and beyond most high school sports. Um, and just look out on the outlook of next year, what the, his baseball team is going to look like, what USA Prime is going to look like next year since travel ball is over for the is almost over for the summer. Um, we're digging into his whole career so far. Um, so let's dig into the episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we have a catcher and first baseman from Waco, Texas. We got a class of 2025 in the middle of his recruiting process. We got Dean Hanna on the show. Dean, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How you doing? Good, good. Great to have great to have me. Thank you. Awesome, man. Um, I'm glad you I'm glad you wanted to come on the show. So where so I know we talked about it right before we started recording, but where exactly are you guys at this weekend? We're in Georgia for WWBA right now. Okay. So that started what, Wednesday? Oh, uh, we actually start today. Oh, okay. So for the WWBA, that's like a days long, right? Oh yeah, it's like I think a week. So yeah. it's pretty long. Yeah. So who are you guys playing today? Uh, actually, don't know. All I know is okay. we're playing four. Okay. So for that, so is this your first WWBA? Do they have it for uh fourteen U or is it just start at fifteen? Or do they have it for you're fifteen U now, right? Yes, I am. So is this your first year at the WWBA, or do they have it for 14U, too? They have it for 14U. Last year, we had it in Alabama. So okay. We did that okay. last year. All right. Well, man, let's let's kind of dig into some of the questions I got for you. One question I always like to ask everybody just to start off is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Dean Hanna? Um, I'm relatively quiet, but um, I can get a little rowdy, loud sometimes around my friends if I'm comfortable. Um, I try to think I'm humble, but if you see me on the field, I try to have a little drip and it just gets me my little confidence up. Yeah. Well, that's always, I mean, that's always a great thing to have a little bit of drip. I mean, that's what the game's going to now. I mean, Jazz Chisholm, Ronald. Yes. I mean, Javi Baez, I mean, he was one of my favorite players. I mean, he's kind of sucking now, but (laughs) I mean, all, I mean, that's just what Major League Baseball's coming to, which I love. I know some of the old school guys don't, but I mean, that's what the game's coming to. But let's let's dig into your recruiting process a little bit. So obviously you're still a very young guy, just ended your freshman year. So you're still getting to the beginning parts of your recruiting process. So when has when did that recruiting process kind of start for you? When did you talk to your first coach, and when did it kind of just get kicked off started? 
Um, I started getting looked at uh end of last summer, just like started getting looked at by uh not a bunch but a couple schools, and then me and my dad decided it was time to uh, like go to a couple camps and stuff, and to see the facility and meet some of the coaches, and so I went to Texas A and M with one of them, and I was on the phone with Nolan Kane after, and then I went to Arkansas and I talked to them. I said they're gonna keep on following me, and then other than that, it's kind of just been like camp invites, and they want to see me more. So yeah, okay. it hasn't been a big process, but just starting off little. Yeah. So when you go to those camps, so what? So with those camp, those invite only camps, what exactly is going on there? Like, are you going meeting coaches as well, or is it kind of just on the field play? Um, when I go there, I try to like tour the facility and then meet the coaches, but they also get feedback from me of how I play what I'm like off the field and stuff like that okay so you said you've been to Texas A&M and Arkansas so both very good schools they were both in the college world series this year um so when you went to Arkansas what was that visit like what what do you think of their facilities because I believe they technically have the best facilities in yes. college baseball um they were it's kind of in the middle of the renovating but um all this stuff is up to date. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Even though they weren't finished, completely done, it was just amazing. And then I went back and watched on YouTube of when they were done, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Like, I went there this past spring because there's a couple of guys I had on the podcast on it um, uh, playing for Arkansas, so I went, went and watched them. And I thought their – I mean, campus, their facilities, I thought everything was amazing. Like, me living up in Indiana, like, going to some SEC schools, it – it definitely puts a perspective to things. Yeah. Um, but Texas – so also Texas A&M. How far is College Station from your hometown in Waco? Um, let's see. I'm not I'm not very good at, like, knowing where stuff is. Okay. Uh, I think maybe two hours. I don't want to be wrong, but I'll just say around two hours. Okay. So, I mean, that's not too bad. I mean, Texas – Texas is I – mean, I mean, there's a lot of great schools in Texas, and a lot of them – they seem to be pretty close. Obviously, I'm not a Texan, so I don't know a whole lot, but it seems like – a lot of the schools are pretty close. But with you living in Waco, like, have you gone to Baylor's campuses at all or thinking about possibly looking into them to play uh, college baseball there? Um, I used to go to a bunch of camps when I was younger, but, like, not, like, recruiting camps or stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, the field's nice and stuff. And then I went to area code game there. But uh, they just haven't – I haven't looked into them. They haven't looked into me. And I'm not really – I don't want to be that close to home, really. Okay, yeah. So as you continue through the like the recruiting process, as you get older, your sophomore, junior year, what are some key things you're looking for from colleges um, when you when that when that college decision does come? Um, of course, a good baseball team, uh, like a family culture, and then also they have like like pushing out a bunch of MLB players because that's the main goal but also they have a a good sports medicine uh, education because that's what if, you know, if baseball doesn't work out, at least I know what I want to do after. Yeah. So you said sports medicine. So what exactly are you wanting to do after your baseball career is over? Um, Specifically, I want to be like an athletic trainer and uh, have like my little own uh, training place. So it's also business a little bit and just to help athletes and then, specifically me be uh, for baseball and just understand the human's body and stuff like that to know it better. 
it's it's great it's great to see that you kind of already know what you want to do after your baseball career. I know for me when I went when I was in high school, like I kind of knew what I wanted to do for a while, but a lot of my classmates had no clue. Yeah, and it, knowing knowing early in your high school career definitely helps you out because you work towards that goal a little bit quicker. But um, you talk about area code. So you played for the area code team last year. I didn't play for. I just went to uh, the tryout or whatever. Okay. Was, okay. As incoming freshman, so I got to see a lot of really good players and stuff like that. Yeah. So you've. I mean, obviously Texas is a lot of the 2025 top 25 rankings came out a couple months ago, and I think there was four guys from Texas on there. Yeah. Uh, Luke Billings, Casey Cunningham. Have you got the chance to play with some of those guys? Um, I'm actually really uh, good friends with both of them. I play with Casey Cunningham uh, on the prime USA prime team, and then on the USA prime, the old one, I think in 13U, I played with Luke Billings, and then we've just been me and Luke have been friends uh, since that. Yeah, I re- I got Luke on the podcast for about two months ago, and I really I thought he was a great kid. I, I really like his game. Kaysen, I haven't gotten the chance yet. I'm hoping I can get him on at some point. But I really like – overall, I just like Texas baseball. I think yeah. Texas, Texas sports are built different. Obviously, I had a I had a Texas baseball series a couple couple months ago. I wish I could have got you on there, but I didn't get connected with you until later on. But um, I just re- – I really loved learning about the Texas just baseball experience overall. And is it is it true that you guys actually have practice within the school day? Um, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't call it a practice. It's like mini stuff. Like some days we'll, uh, go to the cages or some days we'll go do ground balls. Nothing big. Okay. So technically on a game day, so obviously you've been through your freshman year now. So on a game day, what's that look like when you're going, you're taking ground balls, you're doing, going through uh BP in the batting cage during schools. What does your overall game day look like? Uh, so game day, uh, I get to school, and then uh, if I don't have like, I usually try to get ahead of my work, and so I'll go in, and then our fifth period, that's like during like the middle of the day, we have baseball athletics, and then we usually do PD, uh, PDP, or P, no PDF, that's what it is, and um, we go out, and then we do like a bunch of back picks, uh, like getting over type stuff ground balls and then while we're doing while outfield is doing pot flies infield will go in the cages and we'll hit off the machine t front toss and stuff like that and then after the game after school we come back hitting the cages for a little bit and then it's game day okay so now that now that you've been through your whole freshman season what was the freshman season experience like for you how'd you play how was the team just overall what was your freshman season experience Oh, um, it was amazing. Um, first year, um, it was an amazing freshman first year. I had our football team went to state. I didn't, I didn't play on varsity, but I was able to go to the game. And then basketball, I made varsity, started for a little bit. Um, we made it to playoffs, lost first round. But then baseball, I made varsity again. And we actually went to the state championship. And so it was just – it was kind of more of a just try to spend more time with them because all my seniors, I really enjoyed them. And we went, we made it to the semifinals, and then we got beat by Argyle 2-1. to one. And even though it was like a sad day, it was just fun to see that we really got that far because it was about 
I don't know, seven rounds, I think. It was a long time. It was like a long baseball year for I'm high sure. school. Yeah. So if you do make the state championship in Texas, where's that game held? Because you guys got a lot of great venues in that state. Oh, yeah. Um, it's held at uh, Texas. I forgot what it's called. Um, in Ar- in Arlington? Yeah. Oh, no, nope. the Texas uh, Longhorns. Oh, Texas. Okay. I mean, that's a great baseball stadium, too. I'm hoping to go there at some point. But um, so what's the outlook on next season? So you said you have a lot of seniors. Um, what's the outlook on next year? You guys planning on still being pretty good? Um, well, we lost a lot of our seniors. We lost probably about seven or six of them. And they're just really good leaders. And then uh, we actually, our coach, he got a job at Waxahachie. So he's going there. He's doing it for his family and stuff like that. And so we got a new coach coming in, Coach Beckham. And he coached at uh, Lake Belton. And it's a 4A, two, like a 4A still. And he's a really good coach. But then we have a bunch of juniors, like incoming seniors, that will have being able to play. Okay. So you say your coach went to a 4A school. So how does that? How do those rankings go in Texas? It goes like one through six, and then it's just uh, by population. I don't know population, but like your school size, how many kids you have. And so I think our coach is going to Waxahachie. I think it's a. I think it's a 6A, and we're a 4A. So, and then he's going there to do uh, baseball stuff because he did coach football for us. And it was uh, taking time away from his family. So he's going there to um, just spend more time with his uh, family, his son, who's, uh, I think, he's going to be eighth grader next year. So, and then we have a coach that was a, a 4A that's going to come in. Okay. All right. So now that you've got your freshman season out of the way, one question I like to ask some of you younger guys, who freshmen, sophomores in high school, um, what would you say would be tougher, playing up against – 17, 18 year olds in high school who have beards going to college next year, or when you're playing travel ball, when you're going up against some of the elite prospects of your age group? Um, I think it's honestly tougher high school just because it's more uh, gritty and like team. And like, uh, of course you're facing older kids and it's just a lot more, um, feels a lot stronger. If that makes sense. Yeah. One one thing one thing a couple guys have said is uh, one struggle they had to go through was actually practicing every day. Yeah, a lot of pe- a lot of t- travel ball teams they don't practice every day, so they said going into high school and having to practice after or like going through the the throughout the school day doing those ground balls batting practice and then having practice afterwards every day. They said that was that was pretty tough on them. Yeah, I mean, uh, before the season started, whenever I went to. USA, I was there for 14 new trials and then got invite, invited back for the 50 new trials. I was like, man, this is a lot of baseball. I don't know if I'm ready for high school. And then I went to uh, – had high school, first day of practice, and it was right after basketball. And I was like, man. And, it, I mean, our coach, he, he tried understanding how our bodies felt, how our mind is feeling. And so I wouldn't say he let us off the hook sometimes, but he would – he would um, like schedule a practice around how we're feeling and stuff. Like there's yeah. some days we didn't even throw. Some days it was only hitting only, only defense only. And so he he just did it perfectly. It worked out really well. Yeah. So let's let's dig into your travel ball career a little bit. So Perfect Game says you play for the USA Prime 15U, right? Yes, sir. So how did you get connected with them, and how long have you played with them? 
Um, I joined USA Prime. It wasn't a national national team at the time. In 13U, and it was I think the 13U fall. Uh, I don't really, I don't really even remember how I got connected, but I just been with them throughout, and I've had a good connection uh, with uh, Goins, who was like one of the coaches for Prime, and that he's now with PBR. But I've just had a good connection with Prime, and it feels like home. And then I just don't. We haven't made the move to like leave just because it feels right every time, every year. And then right now we got Coach Nellis, and he's just, I mean, it just feels like home to me. I've been with them, I don't know, let's see, two years, three years almost. Yeah. So you said you said you played with Casey Cunningham on that team, uh, right? Yes. So are there some other guys who are com- in your class that are committed to some schools right now who you're playing with? Oh, yeah, we got uh, Landon Schaefer. He's going to Arkansas. Micah Matthews going to uh, South Carolina. We have Omar Cerna going to LSU. We have Mason Greenhouse going to Miami. We got um, we got a we got a couple of dudes. I'm trying to think. Of, I know there's more. I just, man, that's, <laughs> I know we got a lot of them. Yeah, well, I mean that USA Prime team. I mean, when I was doing some research on you, I mean that USA Prime team. I mean, you guys are good. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually interview Landon tomorrow. I believe he said he's got. He says we got a. Uh, he doesn't know his exact schedule yet, so we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. But I, I'm planning on interviewing Landon as well tomorrow. Um, he's a thought. He's a great. He doing some research on him. He looks like a great player as well. Yes. Um, so just playing playing travel ball now. I mean, for for a while. Um, you still got a couple years left of it, but what has probably been some of your favorite travel ball memories so far? Like anything crazy happened? Um, uh, with the old prime team, we used to go to the beach a lot. I'm not a big beach fan, but anytime we go there, dig holes, just run around, have fun. But this prime team, we usually go out to eat and then we'll hang out together in the hotel room. And, And it's just uh, we try to enjoy, not think about baseball, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're listed on Perfect Game as a catcher, first baseman. I mean, there was like five, six different positions that were listed. Um, but what what exactly is your primary position? And then what do you play most in high school? And what do you play most in travel ball? Uh, my main position is catcher. But in high school, I played. I started first baseman. Um, uh, and then because our catcher was a senior, he's really good. But he's going to Lamar for football. But I'm pretty sure he could have gone anywhere for baseball. Yeah. He's just unbelievable at football. But then uh, for the prime team, I've played both so far. Okay. So is that what you, is, is that what you want to stick at as you continue on with the future, go to college, yeah. is catcher in first base? Yes. So when you're catcher, are you calling games or, or is the coach calling games and you're just signaling to the pitcher? Um. Uh, I, I called the, one of the games and then, uh, I kind of lost the right on one, like one day. And then for the rest of the tournament, he let me have it back. So it's kind of like an earn kind of thing. Okay. If you earn it, then he'll let you like keep it and stuff like that. Okay. So how do you, so when you're calling a game, how do you go about it against each hitter? Cause obviously you don't have the time to go and do a scouting report on, let's say the Indiana bulls or yeah. <laughs> something like that. So you're kind of just. How, how exactly are you calling games? How are you going up and uh, strategizing each at bat? Um, well, usually our coach has a good idea of if they're a good hitter, and so that goes off of that. And then also uh, 
based off of the pitcher and what their pitches are and what their strengths are. And so, and then as we usually start off fastball outside and then we'll go inside too. But, um, uh, and then if we, we try to get ahead a lot and uh, uh, compete, make them, make the batter work. And so if we get that going, then we can start throwing pitches that we like and not the batter. And so we try to make them chase and we get ahead early on them. And, and we have a lot of velo too. So we're not throwing a lot of off speed unless we're up. And then even if we are up, we'll still go fastball. Yeah. So when you're calling pitches and let's say you call a fastball away, but then the hitter knocks it, I mean, double to the gap or a home run or something like that. Like, do you kind of take offense to that and be like, man, that's, that's my bad uh, thinking about the pitcher. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can, I can always do better uh, at giving them a target. And then there's sometimes, like, they can miss a spot, and it just happens. And then we kind of just, like, flip to the next batter, and then usually he makes an even better pitch, and we just work together. Okay. So who's been the hardest hitter to strategize against and actually call the game? Um, I know the – I don't know an actual hitter, but the our last game against Artillery, we were just – trying to throw it uh, the strike zone was small and we were, we couldn't get any calls so we were like just trying to throw it down the middle really and they were just hitting everything like in the gaps and so I wouldn't say a specific person but just that team they just kept on getting a bunch of gap shots okay so when you were playing artillery did you get the chance to play up against Tennessee commit Mikey Casino uh no I don't believe so okay yeah, he he was a he was a guy I had on in the past. I was just curious. He play, he pitches for artillery in t- class of twenty five. Um, but let's let's dig into your hitting approach a little bit. So when you're on deck, you're watching a hitter in front of you. Um, you're watching the pitcher on the mound. What are you looking for? What's going through your mind? And then when you head up to the batter's box, what are you trying to do with each at bat? Um, I try to find out uh, if his ball if if his fastball moves a little bit or if it's flat, and then. I go off of base that and so and then where he's throwing inside or outside because that uh if he likes if he's going outside a lot I try to think like right center and then if he's uh like kind of in I try to think not really direction but just get my hands inside the ball more than the ball is and so and then I've kind of changed through uh different uh stances and stuff like that because I used to have like a not a big leg kick, but it is. I felt myself getting a lot bigger, so I went to like a little kind of toe tapish thing, and I'm wide, and so it's been working out really good for me. And I just try to um, take the ball the other way, and then usually uh, uh, it ends up going left field, if not. Okay. So over so overall, this high school season, this travel ball season, maybe even last travel ball season, who's been the hardest pitcher to face in your mind? Um, well, in high school, I can't remember in travel ball, but in high school, we placed uh, Blake Mitchell, who I think LSU commit, and then we saw J.D. Thompson of Vandy commit, and I think J.D. was the toughest one I saw. Yeah. Well, Blake's Blake's a primary catcher, isn't he? Yeah, he's not even a pitcher. I was going to say, I was like, I thought he was a primary catcher. But um, what, so you still have three more high school seasons, two more, no. Three more – is there three, three more. more travel ball seasons? Uh, I think so. Yeah, okay, so three more travel ball seasons, three more high school seasons. Uh, what are some of the things – what are the biggest weaknesses you'd say you want to fix before you head to a college campus in 2025? 
Um, definitely my arm strength. I've been trying to work on that. It's gotten better than it was, a lot better. Um, I'm trying to get better on speed. Okay, I'm not like the slowest, but I'm also not the fastest. And I feel like on some of the hits I get, I can push one more base or even make them make an error just by having a little bit of more speed. And then just my arm, uh, just getting getting it there on the line. Okay. So being in Texas, you obviously have the Texas Rangers, the Houston Astros. Um, so when you're watching Major League Baseball, are you trying to watch – are the, one of those teams your favorite team, or is it somewhere else not in that region? And then who are some guys that you like to model your game after? Um, I don't really have a favorite team. I mean, I've always liked the Rangers, but for a little bit they kind of sucked. And so this year they're actually doing really good. We, we were able to go to a game against Tampa Bay. And I uh, I usually watch how the catcher frames and stuff and then all the stuff he does. And then sometimes I watch first base and watch their footwork on a couple plays. Okay. So are there any guys in the majors that you kind of like to watch how, the, how they frame, how they – how they catch, like Wilson Contreras, maybe JT Romuto, Yachty. Are there any of those guys you like to maybe uh, look up on YouTube and kind of follow? I like watching uh, Yachty. He's one – I think he is my favorite catcher, actually. Okay. And, and then on um, not really defensively, but Vlad, I like watching him hit all the balls he hit super yeah. far. Vlad, Vlad is definitely a fun player to watch. I mean – there's a lot of young guys right now, Acuna, Tatis, Vladdy, Bichette. I mean, all those guys are so fun to watch. And going back to what you said about bringing some drip to the game, they they all have it. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see. But I just got a couple more questions for you, man. Um, let's let's move on from the baseball field a little bit. Um, I always like to end off podcasts when I'm talking to players with talking about some stuff that they like to do beyond the baseball field. So what would you say would be some of your passions you like to do when you're not playing ball? Uh, if I'm not playing baseball, I'm usually playing another sport. Um, just practicing on that sport. And then if I'm not doing no sports, I'm usually chilling with friends. We're not doing too much. Or I'm on the game playing GTA or MLB The Show or stuff like that. And so yeah. I don't. I try to like take myself away from baseball because base, baseball is a long season to me. And some days it's like, really? And so I try to – that's what I like about playing different sports. It gets my mind off of one thing. Yeah, I'm sure. So when you're playing Road to the Show, are you a Diamond Dynasty type of guy, Road to the Show franchise? What exactly are you playing? Um, I usually just play against uh, – if I'm with my friends, I'll just play against them. Or I usually don't play by myself. I only play with, like, my brother. Me and, my, me and him will play against each other or my friends. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. There was, no, there was a guy on the other day who was talking about he was a huge Diamond Dynasty type of guy. <laughs> And I was just like, man, like I couldn't, I could not, definitely not do that because you have to go through the whole nine innings and just sit there for two, three hours. Like that's just, that's just not me. Yeah, I tried that for a little bit. That didn't work out for me. Yeah. So being in Waco, I, I was there a lot this past spring. It seems like a cool town, but with you being um, born and raised in Waco, um, what are some favorite? What are some of your favorite things to do? In- um, we have a movie theater. We got a main event, like an arcade place. Um, we have a bunch of different food around town. There's like all sorts of food. You can go down there and they have electric scooters you can ride. And then, I don't, uh, I think it's really, I mean, there's not really that much to do. And if there's not, then we just make something up really. Yeah. So have you been to a Baylor football game? How exciting are those? 
Um, I haven't been to one in a while, actually. It's been a couple years. But I've seen videos. They've honestly I haven't been because they haven't been pretty good. But I've been to a lot of uh, women's basketball and men's basketball games. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess Baylor's where Brittany Griner went, and she was always pretty good when she was there. Yeah. Did you ever go watch her in person? Yes, I did, actually. So how, how old were you when that happened? Because, I mean, I'm a couple Oof. years older than you, and, I mean, I was I was young for when she was at Baylor. So how old were you? You kind of remember her playing? Um, Vaguely. I mean, I remember seeing her. I don't remember, like, any spectacular things she did, but I know I was super young. Okay. All right. So I got one last question for you. Um, obviously, you're going to be going to college in, in 2025. I mean, that's still a couple years off. It's crazy to think about to, the year 2025. But um, and I, when you do head to college, NIL is now a new opportunity that happened a couple years ago. Well, it happened last year, 2021. Um, so have you put any thought to your mind of maybe a dream brand you would love to work with in the future? Um, I mean, I think it's been everybody's uh, childhood dream to work with Nike. I mean, I think and that might that might be a little push for an NIL deal, but I haven't really. I mean, I understand it a little bit. My I haven't really talked to my parents about it much because I just don't. I mean, I see it, but I don't want that to be the main focus when I go to yeah, college. Yeah, of course. So if you if you couldn't choose like a Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, what other business would there be? Um. Oof. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> because the past the past three guys I've asked, either of them have said two two have said Nike, one said Adidas. So I'm gonna have yeah. to I'm gonna have to wipe those three out. No no more Adidas, Under Armour, or Nike. You're gonna have to choose something. <laughs> yeah. Else. Um, I don't know, like small honestly, like small businesses around that college that have that can gain you attention, you gain them attention and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's what obviously with me being with me being an aspiring agent, that's one thing I'm always looking into is like for like future businesses to work with with my future clients. And I really I do really like some of those like when you say small companies, like I've partnered with a couple like small gloves, small bat companies. Yeah, I really like like I really like that better than actually going with like a Louisville Slugger or Rawlings or like that a Nike Adidas. So I just I personally that's just what I like better. But anyway, man, um, that's all the questions I got for you. So I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, good luck this weekend at WWBA. Good luck the rest of this summer. Um, I'll definitely be following your career, following where you go to college at. Um, good luck on the commitment, and I, like I said, just appreciate you coming on the show. All right, thank thank you for having me. And that's going to do it for another episode of the JKR podcast. I really like to thank Dean for coming on the show today. Great kid, great ball player. I um, had a great time talking to him today. I think it was some great content for you guys to listen to. I'm really excited to see where he goes and he plays ball here in a couple years in college. Um, I'll definitely be following his career from now on, seeing where he goes. Um, you'll, you guys will definitely know where he goes because when he does commit somewhere, I'll be posting that on the Instagram, social media, website, stuff like that. Um, but like I said, make sure to tune into tomorrow's episode as we've got Blake Larson, Iowa high school kid, actually still playing high school ball right now as Iowa is one of the only sports to play high school baseball in, in the summer. Um, he's a TCU commit for the 2024 class, the number eight player in his class, according to PBR and Perfect Game. Um, so like I said, just tune in. Uh, it's going to be some great content just like it was today. 
But for any more updates on the podcast, make sure to give our website and our social media as a follow. Social media is going to be Instagram and Twitter at JKR underscore podcast. And then our website is going to be www.jkrpodcast.com. So check those out. Learn more about the podcast. Get some more updates. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow.